0: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 85 of Let's Go Racing with David Starr. Tyler Jones with you. So glad to have you with us. Coming up on today's show, we will look back at the weekend that was at Talladega with Chase Elliott getting the victory in the Cup Series. Also, we will look ahead to this weekend's action at the Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway as. We continue with another race in the NASCAR playoffs, and we'll have our news and notes segment coming up later on, plus our Ask David segment at the end of the show. Let's go racing with David Starr, as always, presented by Ticket Smarter. Ticket Smarter came aboard as the primary sponsor this year, David's 08 Ford Mustang. And we want to tell you a little bit more about what they do. Ticket Smarter is a national ticket resale marketplace with tickets to over 125,000 live events, including NASCAR and other forms of motorsports. Fans can get tickets to every NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Camping World Truck Race throughout the season. For the best deals on tickets, visit ticketsmarter.com to get your tickets today. It's ticketsmarter.com. Dave Starr joins us right now. David, a fun weekend out there in Talladega, and uh, you had Brett Baer and company uh, there, got to host them and and uh, be on the car and everything. And then uh, Chase Elliott pulling off an exciting win on Sunday. Good weekend, especially last week we are having discussions about if they were even going to get the race in. They got all the, the track action in, and it was exciting all weekend long.
1: Man, Talladega was awesome. You know, race fans there, the party, the racing was incredible. The weather was really nice, and uh, man, what a great time! Uh, had Brett Bear there, that was incredible. Always awesome to spend time with Brett Baer. What just what a just what a great guy! And demanded uh, the fans, the NASCAR fans that were there, when they see him, and they want pictures and autographs. And uh, you know, Brett ba- brought Tom Davidson and. Uh, and uh, we had the, the five network on a race car. It was just, uh, man, a lot of kids were there. Uh, uh, they, brought, they brought a lot of kids with them, a uh, guest. And, uh, man, it was just an awesome race weekend. And, uh, man, exciting racing for sure.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Dominic Olligan of the racingexperts.com is here as well. Dom, you were also in Talladega. How was the uh, visit down to Talladega. This
2: wasn't your first time there, right? It wasn't my first time at Talladega. However, it had been about four and a half years since I'd been out there. Went out east for a wedding out in Knoxville, Tennessee. Maddie and Matt Corson tying the knot, really close friends and associates of myself and my fiance and friends of the show, and really happy to be there for their special day on Saturday. And Jonathan Phil of my team, the racing experts, were there. So we said, hey, let's, let's go to Talladega. We're in driving distance. We'll put the credentials in. We'll go cover the race. man, it was awesome to be at Talladega. I'd I'd forgotten how awesome the atmosphere is, and that was my first time going down Talladega Boulevard, too, on Sunday night. So really cool to see out there and all the people and the fans and very passionate about that part of the country about their NASCAR racing and definitely a lot of fun to be out there. And, Tyler, I think you've been before, correct? If not, you got to go.
0: I have not. uh, I am planning to go in uh, in the spring, uh, finally cross off Talladega off of my bucket list that needs to happen but I'm glad you guys uh had a good time and it sounded like everything uh went so well uh on that front so with that uh beginning with uh with Chase Elliott Ryan Blaney was leading there uh towards the end of the race but Chase Elliott gets it done on uh, that final restart and uh holds off Blaney there to get the win Chase Elliott uh David, it has been an up and down playoffs, mostly down really for Jace Elliott to this point, but getting this win at, at Talladega, they were the favorites going into the playoff. This is the big momentum swing this team really needed here after, uh, things just the way that they haven't gone well for this team uh, to start off the playoffs here. Now this is a, a great opportunity for that team to hit the reset button here.
1: Man, Chase and his team, they did a heck of a job. It was, uh, you know, he won a couple, he won a stage, and uh, man, how he pulled it off, I was I was watching him closely, because uh, I knew he had a fast car, and he was just very patient, because the bottom lane, he was stuck, you know, third row inside, fourth row inside, and and I'm thinking, man, I was curious what he was going to do, but when the caution came out, and they had that restart with about two laps to go, man, it was amazing. Uh, that the lower lane he was third in line and uh, I think it was uh, I don't even know who was leading the the low line uh, but whoever was leading the second place guy was pushing him and Chase was right there and the low line cleared Chase was third the third car in line on the lower lane but he cleared the outside lane and when he when he cleared the outside lane coming off turn two, he jumped to the outside, and uh, I'm trying to remember if it was Brian Blaney or somebody's pushing him, but man, it was it was amazing race the whole race, but but man, i was I watched Chase really close, uh, and man, he did a phenomenal job. It was cool to see how it played out, you know, and uh, it was an exciting ending. To the race, and uh, really, it was kind of interesting because they didn't really have a big one. You know what I mean? There was some—I uh, think they had a couple little incidents, but no big, no big one that you usually have at Daytona or Talladega. But the ending was exciting, and uh, Chase Elliott pulling it off was was unbelievable. But uh, he did a really great job, and and uh, you know, I know they've had challenges during these playoff times uh but man you know like you said Tyler I think uh getting a win at Talladega uh putting them uh you know putting them in the uh, next round uh was a big momentum boost for them and it'd be interesting to see how they do at the roll this week we know that Chase Elliott is a powerhouse driver and his team is on the on these road courses so uh be interesting to see uh You know, in in our sport, you guys know there's momentum, 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 and it looks like they're hitting their stride at the right time. So tell me this, Dominic.
0: uh, With knowing how things had gone for uh, that nine team and Chase Elliott to begin the playoff, you get this win here. Granted, it is still a, you know, restrictor plate win. Um, But with where they're at – of locking up that spot in the next round, and you know the points will reset again next round. What I wonder does does this wipe the slate clean? Is everything fine and dandy, or is everything solved here? Or or do you think that that nine team is still looking back at what they were doing before Talladega and and says that you know can't let that happen again? Is is it a is it real momentum here, or is it? A, a false sense of momentum based on what's happened, even just the last couple of weeks. Where do you think things really stand right now?
2: Man, that's an excellent question. And I think looking at how the sport rolls, we've seen the highs and the lows. Drivers can experience the highs of winning to the lows of not doing well the next week, and how that momentum can get disrupted. Granted, yes, it's a restricted plate win, it's a super speedway win, but it's still a victory in the NASCAR Cup Series. It's still a points awarding race win. And you have to think that provides momentum and a little bit of pressure off. And they're not going to probably say that publicly, but there's pressure off now. They can go into the Roval. They can take chances, try to earn some stage points, go for the race victory, and not have to worry about falling out of championship contention. They are going to be in the next round. They are the only driver and team locked into the round of eight. Momentum, David, we know is very real in NASCAR. Got to think that nine team has a lot of momentum right now.
1: Absolutely, man. Lots of momentum and momentum you know even though it was a restrictor plate race man they they did a heck of a job his chase was fast the whole race he had his car they had a lot of speed and uh, it was just cool to see we know he needed to win or needed to have a great race and man when they dropped the green flag he was uh, you know he was uh he, he he was uh he was fast right from the start you know
2: Oh, absolutely, and 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 Tyler, I look at it too, and I mean he's leading the field now with five Cup wins across the entire season, the most of any driver. Got to think again: restricted plate win, super speeder win. But we've talked about him on and off all year. Does this further his chance at a title run? Do you think he's now the clear front runner for the 2022 Cup Series championship?
0: I think he he is the the front runner, but I mean, guys, you know this has been such a you know, a season of unknown, right, and unpredictability here. I mean, something, something tells me, David, you know, here we are. How many races are we into the playoff now? Four or five now? And we're, 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 we're right at about the halfway point of the playoff, right, Dom?
2: We are, yes, and we got five okay. races left in the season.
0: So here's a scenario. I, David, this would not shock me one bit at all. Let's say Chase Elliott after this win and then within between the next four races before the final race. I very well could see Chase Elliott winning two of the next four. And everybody's saying that's the driver, that's the car to beat. But then we go to home and go to Phoenix, and anything can happen. Uh, you know, whether it's one of these other playoff teams stepping up and having their day or if something's not right for Chase Elliott that day, I mean, e- even if there's, there's no scenario, David, where everything goes perfect for this nine team and it's just over here. I mean, this, this still comes down to the very, very end. We can talk about momentum all you want, but it doesn't mean a damn thing if, if you don't have it put all together at, well that <laughs> Phoenix race.
1: That's what makes the, uh, the way that NASCAR's, you know, our playoff system and our sport, and uh, on the Cup side, it's amazing, man. You can be dom- you can be the dominant car, you know, the whole entire playoff, you know, uh, season, and uh, come down to the last race. I mean, it only takes that one race where you have an off race, and you don't, you're not the champion. You know what I mean? So right. uh, it's kind of interesting. Um I mean, you can have somebody sneak in there and barely make it. And man, then they dominate the Phoenix race. All they got to be, all they got to do is beat the other threes. You know, I don't even know if they got to win the race. They just got to beat the other three that are going for the championship at the time. But you know, anything's possible, especially with the uh, the year we've had, 2022. Anything's possible, and uh, it's been exciting. It's going to be exciting this weekend at the Roval. Talladay was exciting, and uh, you know, so uh, anything's possible. Uh, but man, there's no guarantees for anybody, you know, even we can talk about favorites this and favorites that, but man, it, uh, you know, uh, you know, all you got to have is an off day at Phoenix and that favorite, you know, being the favorite will go away real quick. You know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting, you know, but man, there's some tough competition and, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who makes the cut after the roll and, uh, and then who are the final four there at Phoenix.
0: Yeah. So with that, heading into this weekend, here is the uh, playoff picture. As Dominic mentioned, Chase Elliott's the only driver locked in. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, your top eight. And then your next four drivers, Austin Cindric, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman. Out this race after the uh, concussion he suffered suffered a couple weeks ago did not run this past weekend at Talladega so his championship hopes are over we're wishing the best for uh, Alex Bowman for sure so with that you have 10 drivers and eight spots up for grabs uh win and you're in here at the Charlotte Roval this is setting up to be quite the exciting affair here on Sunday now
2: Big time, and we've seen a lot of calamity in this race. Heck, the first rendition of this race in 2018 at the Charlotte Road Course roll, Ryan Blaney taking the win, running third on the last lap because Jimmy Johnson and Martin Truex take each other out, come into the line. Chase Elliott hitting the, the barrier in the 2020 race and coming back to win on his championship run in 2020. So much can happen, and we saw last year Kevin Harvick wrecking in the barriers and not advancing on seeing Chase Elliott in that rearview mirror. We have seen so many cool things, so many cool scenarios play out at the Roval, and I imagine we're going to see the same on Sunday. It'll be the fifth installment of this race in the playoffs. It's a cutoff race. It's a road course race. We're going to have, I think, on our hands, a really good race a weekend on Sunday.
0: Yeah. let's. Uh, we'll preview the Ro- Roval in particular here in just a second, but of these uh, these playoff drivers, the, the, the Roval is an interesting factor in all this because – Uh, You look at Daniel Suarez, for example. Suarez doesn't contend week in and week out for wins, but he's a threat at road courses. All of a sudden, he has a chance to lock his way in there. Uh, Chase Briscoe, Austin Cendrick, those are guys that are good road course racers that maybe can't win every week. But, I mean, and you could even say Christopher Bell in that discussion, too. I mean, all of those guys are capable of getting road course wins here. Ross Chastain and, you know, Ryan Blaney, uh, you know, those guys are good road course racers. Kyle Larson, obviously. I mean, uh, David, what, what an interesting circumstance as far as a, a last chance, last-ditch effort to advance to the next round. Uh, some of these guys here, they get thrown a bone here of some sorts by getting, uh, getting this uh, good timing to have this road course race here plays to some of these guys'
1: strengths man it's it's uh the timing is great but you know it uh the intensity is going to pick up we thought it was the intensity was pretty high there at talladega man for the guys that need a win and that need to have a good finish man it's going to be exciting you know and uh, uh you, you know like i said there's a lot of, a lot of guys that are capable of winning this road course this weekend at charlotte so uh you know, a lot of guys that need to win that are good road racers. So, uh, it's just going to be interesting like it is every week, you know, and, uh, I'm excited to see, you know, uh, Denny Hamlin, you know, I think he's safe, but, uh, but, you know, uh, you know, he, you know, he's, uh, he's, you know, I don't know how many more years he's got, uh, you know, I think this is probably one of the best, you know, uh, for him, you know, he's been so close so many times and, who we are again? He has an opportunity to try to win a championship, you know, and uh, it's just kind of interesting. There's a lot of storylines and 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 uh, chasing this championship for a lot of these drivers, and uh, but it's going to be interesting how it all plays out. That's for sure, you know. I think the intensity is going to be really high, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, tempers flaring. You know what I mean, <laughs>
0: Dominic? Uh, of that. That group that's fighting for those uh, those last couple spots, that that bottom tier, Suarez, Briscoe, Cedric, Byron, Bell, all five of those guys uh, you know, are, are capable of winning on Sunday. Who is the the biggest threat? Who who would you put of that group the the most likely to get the win in your end to the next round? Uh, get things done, come up with that clutch clutch win here.
2: Can I pick two guys or does it have to be one? You can (laughs) pick two. Man, I don't know if you guys agree with these, but I think Austin Sindrick would certainly be a threat in that part-time season last year. He won the poll at Coda. He's run exceptionally well at all the road course races, and when he was handpicking that schedule last year, running road courses did well, and he's done the same this year. But I look at Christopher Bell, too. He got that first win at the Daytona road course last year. He runs exceptionally well at road courses, and they've had speed at all the different kinds of race tracks this season. Tyler, you brought up a great name too with Daniel Suarez getting that first win at Sonoma and running well, and he could punch that round of eight ticket. But I had to pick one name, guys. David, I got to go. Christopher Bell.
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, it's uh, uh, golly, You know, he's he's very well capable. Championship Caliper Organization, Championship Caliper Team uh absolutely i guess if we had to pick a favorite from those four uh i think it would be christopher bell no doubt about it you know he can get the job done uh uh you know i think he's a great road racer uh so uh it's gonna be interesting you know what i mean but if i if i was a betting man i'd bet bet on his side you know what i mean so yeah
0: yeah i think that's all uh very good points uh from you guys there so uh, with that, uh, real quick, we'll uh, we'll bring this up and then we'll move on. Kind of, you know, w- with this uh, this weekend, the unfortunate news with with Alex Bowman of uh, this concussion uh, that that's keeping him out another week. Alex Bowman's had a a solid year, won at Vegas uh, early on, and now here he is for the second straight week missing a race and the second playoff driver affected uh by a concussion uh with kirk bush of course we haven't seen him back in you know over a month now since he's been in a race car david uh this next gen car certainly raising some issues a lot of talk around the garage this week um first and foremost you know we, we wish alex the best and hope to see him back on track here soon but certainly opens up a whole nother discussion about the safety of this race car have Have we taken a step backwards from what we're at with the old car? I mean, we weren't having these discussions about playoff drivers missing races because of concussions here. Is this car uh, dealing with safety issues uh, right now? What what say you,
1: David? Well, you know, I I, I don't – you know, I've been listening to the drivers. I've been listening to Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott. You know, when these – especially Chase Elliott, you know, I – I heard him speak it at at, at at Talladega, and man, he, uh, you know, he was pretty adamant, and pretty passionate about, uh, you know, uh, the sport. Come a long way since we lost the late great Dale Earnhardt, and uh, in 2021, you know, I think the sport, uh, uh, just the sport, come a long way, and and we we hadn't really hurting or or you know nobody's we hadn't lost a life since Del Earnhardt but when I first saw this new next-gen race car a couple years ago one of my, my first comment to the person I was with what it looked like the race car was really rigid you know what I mean it didn't look like it would crush uh the way it was designed and what I saw now I don't really have a lot of input because I've never driven one and uh and, and, uh, but man, just seeing and watching this year and, and, uh, seeing, you know, Kurt Bush get a concussion, now Alex Bowman. And, you know, if you look at Alex Bowman's wreck, I didn't think it was that bad. You know what I mean? It didn't, it wouldn't look like it, it didn't look like it was all that bad. Um, uh, but man, I, I feel like hearing after hearing Kevin Harvick and after hearing, uh, uh, Denny Hamlin and really this past weekend after hearing uh, Chase Elliott speak before he won the race uh, I, I really feel like uh, that maybe uh, they took a step backwards from a safety standpoint you know not on purpose uh, not on purpose at all they built a great race car but you know I, you know seeing how many of the drivers are that, that are having concussions uh you know I think the driver is taking more of the uh impact now and and the race car is not really as absorbing the, the energy like it has been for a long time you know and and look like I said I'm not very educated and know a lot about the new race car but just seeing what I'm seeing hearing the drivers uh what i you know the three drivers i just spoke about hearing listening to them and and seeing the wrecks it looks like the uh the the the, the driver is absorbing more of the impact these days than then than normal you know what i mean and uh so i i feel like uh you know i feel that nascar will will address this and they'll fix it and they'll get to the bottom of it but you know, is there a problem? I can't can't tell you for sure. Uh, I don't know enough about it to say, yes, there's definitely a problem, but what we do know is we have two drivers who are awesome race car drivers and who have had their share of crashes over the years, and now we're in the next gen race car, and and they have concussions, and they can't compete right now, you know, And, and really, uh, you know, our prayers are with them. We, we want to see those two guys back in race cars because man, they're, uh, they're awesome. Uh, they're exciting and, uh, the sport needs them. And I just hope, uh, whatever their concussion symptoms are that their doctors or you know, that, that, that it, it's, it's curable soon. You know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, so just knowing everything and then, and us talking about it, I, my, my personal opinion is there's got to be something going on, you know what I mean? And whatever that something is, I'm sure that NASCAR, our sport, and everybody involved, they'll correct it. Well, so and-
0: with that, uh, Dom, uh, one thing I would point to is that we heard from Justin Marks at Trackhouse say this week that he feels like there needs to be almost like a next-gen 2.0 car that – you almost take the good from this car and kind of kind of redo it of sorts. And we've seen NASCAR's track record when it comes to safety the last several years, as David mentioned, has been really good. But where things are at with this, I mean, it's yes, it's disappointing. it's a, it's a problem, but not, not trying to do any PR for NASCAR or anything like that, but just based on giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think that they'll figure this out. I think that we can have our cake and eat it, too, that you can have a badass race car and still be safe, too, that they can find that happy medium.
2: I think so, too. And Rick Hendrick was vocal about this in the media center on Sunday after the race. He got pulled in. We were hearing his comments, and being the race-winning team owner, he got questions. And one of the things that was brought up was about the Chase Elliott comments he made earlier A few days back on the race weekend and and rick said hey if it meant tomorrow that we could buy more things to make these cars safer new front clips whatever it took or whatever it would take to make these cars safer he would spend the money in a heartbeat and the money's not even the issue the safety is the issue especially with one of his drivers being sidelined now
0: yeah yeah that's a great point so uh with that uh we will move on and get to our news and notes segment In uh, just one moment, before we get to that, though, today's show is presented by Ticket Smarter. Ticket Smarter is the official ticket resale marketplace of Worldwide Technology Raceway, where David won in 2004. Fans can also get tickets to any type of event, including sports, concerts, and theater productions. Ticket Smarter is committing to helping those in need by donating $1 from every transaction to various charity organizations. Head over to TicketSmarter.com to find tickets for upcoming events. That's TicketSmarter.com. Dominic, uh, what do we have uh, happening
2: in uh, the NASCAR world right now? There's a lot to get to. We're going to get to first some of the news that broke earlier on Tuesday, October 4th, also known as 10-4-Day. Cody Ware was going to be out of the NASCAR this weekend. Cody has made every NASCAR Cup Series start, but after his injury at Talladega – I'm sorry, Texas Motor Speedway, rather – he said because of the footwork and everything that's going to require of him at the Roval and all the shifting – he will be foregoing his seat, and JJ Haley will be taking the spot in the fifty-one. So we hadn't gotten that to that news either. There's been so much that's gone on this week, but Cody Ware out of the number fifty-one this week. JJ Haley will take the reins in the fifty-one.
0: So uh, how about that, uh, David? Uh, you you know both those guys well. Uh, not not good news. Uh, certainly uh, unfortunate for Cody Ware there.
1: Yeah, but you know I got to spend about fifteen minutes with Cody this past weekend at Talladega, and he. Uh, you know, I, I was really impressed because he had a boot on, uh, on his right foot, ankle, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and to be out there racing at Talladega with that, uh, you know, I was impressed with his, uh, desire and, uh, just, you know, and not wanting to get out of the car, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, because we know, what could happen at Daytona and Talladega, the big one, and, and uh, to re-injure or make that injury worse, uh, I really thought that, uh, you know, his bravery was, you know, a uh, you know, I thought, man, this guy, he's he's serious about racing, you know, and uh, none of us want to get out of the car. Uh, but knowing uh, the physical demands of the roll, the downshifting, the upshifting, the heavy braking, and the physical part of it, you know, I, I think that was the right decision on Cody's part, you know, and to put JJ Yaley in, his, his teammate uh, uh, on, on the cup side there at Rick Racing, you know, JJ's very capable and will do uh, Cody and his team a great job, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and I was totally talking to Cody and I said, man, the impact that wreck was unbelievable. And to walk away with only, the injuries you have on your right foot ankle i don't know all the all the specifics of his injury but i i I thought he was very fortunate and uh to walk away with not that many injuries and uh he agreed and uh it's kind of interesting uh excuse me excuse me um uh but yeah man the the these road courses, man, they're physically and mentally demanding. So, uh, you know, I, I can't say I blame him for stepping out of the car to make sure that his team and their sponsors they can uh, they can do the best they can do. And Jaelia uh, stepped stepping there and doing a great job. But uh, but but anyway, uh, you know, you talk about the safety of everything. Uh, uh, one thing that Cody did tell me, he said David that uh, he said NASCAR informed him that that was the hardest hit that they recorded since 2010 or 11. I don't remember what year he told me, and I thought that was very interesting because, you know, from a 12-year stance or 11 years, whatever it was, uh, for him to tell me that, man, that was a hard hit because there's been some big hits, big wrecks over the year. And uh, and Cody was sharing with me that NASCAR informed him but that was the hardest Uh, recorded uh, g G-Force wreck since 2000. I believe he said 2010, which was amazing. And then, and to not sustain that many injuries, I I really, you know, Cody and myself, we were, you know, it's like, man, it it was amazing. You know what I mean? So uh, even though we feel like, and and we hear other drivers talking about uh, that the safety of the car is not where it should be, uh, you know, the to have a wreck like Cody have and only sustain those minor injuries that he had, you know, I think he was very fortunate.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, what else we got now? Well, David Star is gonna have a new teammate at Las Vegas Motor Speedway here next weekend. David will be joined with Haley Deegan and she will be making her NASCAR Xfinity series debut in the SS Greenlight number zero seven at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on October sixteenth. So Haley Deegan running the truck series the last couple of years. She's a multi-winner in the NASCAR canon series. She's been running the number one truck for David Gilliland's team in trucks. And now she'll be making the swap of the 07. So David, I have to ask you what was your reaction when you found out Haley would be making the race and
1: not only that, but your teammate. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's cool. I mean, she's a, obviously a young woman that has a lot of talent and, uh, you know since since Danica Patrick has retired I, I really think that she's uh, really stepped in into our sport uh, there's a, lots of females involved in NASCAR now but Haley Dean is the one that i've been impressed with the most and seeing her win the can K K races the NASCAR K N races uh, and then stepping into the uh, the NASCAR Uh, Camp Memorial Truck Series I think she's done a phenomenal job with what little experience she has I think she finished fifth or sixth this weekend at uh at Talladega and there's been some other races where she's had a couple top 10 finishes uh but man I've been impressed with her ability to to uh to handle these 3,400 pound trucks uh and uh you know and and to see her come over to the Xfinity side being my teammate, I uh, I'm excited for her. you know she's got a she's uh, a lot of enthusiasm. A lot, she's got a, she has a lot of big big following, and uh, I think it I think the sport loves it, and uh, it's good for our sport to have uh, Haley uh, you know in NASCAR. And uh, man, I look for her to have a, a really great race. Uh, she's going to have a great race car and. Uh, and just seeing what I've seen her, uh, seen her run, you know how she's ran and handled herself in the truck series, I think uh, I think we'll be impressed with her results from Las Vegas. So I'm, I'm excited for her, and it's kind of cool that she'll be my teammate in Las Vegas.
2: So Do you had a that, lot of it,
1: interactions with her over the years, David, or have you guys I, had moments on track? No, I, I really don't. I've never met her. I don't know her, but I, uh, you know, just you know, she, uh, I watch her. Uh, because she is a female and she's very attractive, and uh, you know, I think she she uh, she does a really great job for her uh, for her sponsors, and uh, you know, and 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 you know, a lot of my fans, you know, when you when you talk to the fans, you know, a lot the uh, a lot of the conversations always, you know, lots of times been about Haley, you know, and how she's doing and what she's doing, and uh, and again, I just think you know, it's it's really good for any sport to have you know kind of with a male dominant industry to have these females come in here and and can compete and hold her own you know what I mean and uh I just think it's good for our sport I'm looking forward to it and seeing how she does uh you know but I think she's going to have a a big future in NASCAR I think one day we'll see her in the cup series um and uh, man, she's got a good head on her shoulder, and she's a heck of a race car driver from what I've seen. So, David,
0: with her being your your teammate next week and running, you know, for SS Greenlight and everything, I'm sure you guys are going to meet up and at some point, and you know, I- exchange some words. If 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 Haley came up to you and asked you for some advice or you know any any pointers or anything, what would you tell her about? Uh, you know, just any advice you would give her for making her Xfinity debut and racing for SS Greenline and everything. What would you tell her?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm sure she spent a lot of time in the simulators there in Charlotte and, uh, you know, and and uh, watching her race the truck series, the truck races in Vegas. She has some experience there at, at Las Vegas. Uh, but I would just share with her, you know, a couple of things that come to mind. The, the trucks, you wouldn't think this, but the, the trucks are – very competitive and fast, have a lot of speed, they have a lot of downforce in them, you know, you think of pickup trucks, you don't think of how much downforce the pickups are, you would think that the back of these NASCAR truck vehicles wouldn't be so steady, but man, you, uh, I remember the last couple of years I ran them, you could run wide open for five, six, seven laps in some, at some racetracks, you know, and if I remember right, Las Vegas, I think we qualified wide open, but you know, in our Xfinity cars these days, um, you know, you can't run wide open. You know, it's not we don't have the downforce uh, that the trucks have. And I, I would just tell her, you know, just go out there. She she knows what she's doing. She's good at what she does. But just to kind of, you know, uh, baby steps into it. You know, don't don't go off in the corner like you would your truck wide open. You know, back to corner up. And, kind of uh, fill it out where uh, where that fine line is to overdrive in the corner and and how deep you can go in the corner, you know. And I would also share with her to, to, to you know, run all the laps if you can, you know, run the whole complete race. Uh, you know, it's her first time. Uh, you know, she's going to have a lot of eyeballs on her, but I, I think the most important thing is just uh, – you know running all 200 laps whatever however long the race is and just getting gaining that experience you know I don't think anybody's expecting her to go out there and win the race uh but you know be kind of cool to to see how she handles uh uh, Xfinity NASCAR race car you know what I mean and I think she's going to do a phenomenal job but uh but you know just uh just to uh run all the laps get the experience and uh and, uh, you know, I think if she runs the whole race, she'll have a pretty decent finish when it, when it's over with. Yeah,
0: I think you're right about that. Uh, Dom, anything else?
1: No, that's it. It's time to pick our
2: winners for the Charlotte Bank of America Roll Over 400 this weekend. It'll be the fifth installment of the NASCAR Cup Series race at the Charlotte Road Course. We'll start with you, Tyler, because you're always asking us. Let's flip the script around. Who's your pick to win this weekend? I'm going to pull with
0: David and I might keep picking this guy until he finally wins. Came very close last week, didn't get it done. He's done this one before. Ryan Blaney finally gets into victory lane and uh, does it the Charlotte Roval. I expect that 12 car to be bad
2: fast all weekend long. David, who's your pick to win? Are we going Kevin Harvick for the 14th time this year?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we, we talk about a lot of momentum, 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 you know what I mean? And, and with Chase Elliott, you know, advancing to the next round, I don't think those guys have anything to lose. I think, you, you know, with the momentum they have behind them, I think you'll see that number nine uh, be there at the end uh, going for, uh, you know, two wins in a row here. Well, you look at the four races,
2: Chase Elliott's won two of the four. Kyle Larson won last year. So Hendrick has won three. The last three in a row at the Roval, but I think they get sandwiched with another Blaney win. Tyler, I'm going with you. Ryan Blaney gets his first win of 2022.
0: Dom, you almost forgot one storyline.
2: Oh, you got oh, you got to help me out then. Uh, I mean, we we went over at the show notes. This one's on Dom. Okay, this one's on me, guys. What did I miss up on? AJ Almondy. Well, okay. <laughs> to be fair, it hasn't been officially announced, but it all signs That's are what, pointing. We're,
0: we're, we serious. break down news and rumors here. That's what <laughs> we do. True.
2: I did, okay. <laughs>
0: We we beat the story uh, ahead of time. Otherwise, we would never have had anything to talk about with
2: Kyle Butch for months on end. Like we <laughs> okay, yeah, you guys got me there. Yes, colleague racing AJ Allmendinger sources confirmed first to the Athletic and Jordan Bianchi that AJ Allmendinger is returning to the Cup Series. And guys, AJ Allmendinger, this would be his first full time year in the Cup Series since 2017. He's won two races in Cup, including last year at the Indianapolis Road Course with colleague racing. It seems like it's the right fit for him to get back in the Cup Series. What do you guys think about that?
0: So, David, what's interesting here is, um, you know, AJ came out uh, a while back and said that, you know, he's passed on opportunities to move up to cup, that he enjoyed competing at a championship level with Colleague Racing there, and he's won back-to-back regular season titles in the Xfinity Series and now is competing to, to try to bring home an Xfinity title this year. I think that with AJ, you see a guy that, now he's winning on ovals. His confidence is there. We always have known that he could race on the road courses. And colleague as a whole, that program, Matt Colleg and Chris Rice and company are coming along so well here. Um, I, I think this feels like the right time, that we've seen Justin Haley improve throughout the year on that cup team. And now A.J. Allmendinger has seen himself improve, become a better all-around driver here. Um, AJ's towards the end of his career. There's no question about that. But if there's a time to go out and try to make a playoff and you know get that colleague program going, uh, now's the right time. I-, I like this for AJ going up the cup here.
1: Yeah, no, no, no you know, well deserved and and man, uh, you know, uh, you know, hearing that colleague was going to go cup racing. Uh, they have been cup racing, but I'm not surprised. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can't get a better race car driver and a better fit. I think A.J. Amendinger will do colleague racing on the cup side in 2023, a phenomenal job. I mean, he's he's past winner, winter, and with his new next-gen race car, look at the parity we had this year, 18, 19 different drivers. I mean, I don't know what the number is, but, you know, I I, I wouldn't be surprised we see A.J. Amendinger win two or three races next year, you know what I mean? But Matt Colleague and, and Chris Wright and just that organization, man, they're uh, they are serious, and uh, man, they compete to win. And I don't think I don't think that'll be I don't think that'll be any difference in two thousand twenty three on the cup side. And you just look at their program right now, uh, man; it's been impressive. Their cut cars and and uh, what they've done so far this year has been very impressive. So I think you 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 uh, you, you bring. AJ Amendinger, you know, may be your, your 2022 Xfinity champion up to Cup next year. I, I think we're going to – I think you're going to see some big news in the future from that team and that driver.
0: Dom, uh, I would expect that AJ going up to Cup, this is – this is not – he's not going to be a rookie. He's raced a lot of Cup races over the years. I would think that him making this move up to Cup and where colleagues has the program and as many road course races there are, um, realistically, there the expectation should be we we know Matt Colligan talks about trophy hunting all the time.
2: Trophy hunting, yeah.
0: Um, there's no reason why AJ and that team shouldn't make the playoff and win a race or two next year in the Cup Series.
2: And we're just talking just the road courses because we have what seven road courses in the Cup Series every single year. AJ Allmendinger is the road course guy in this number 16 All Star car, as it's been dubbed. Well, he's now going to be the All Star driver of that number 16 car. And outside of road courses, he's run well at short tracks. He's run well at super speedway races. Intermediate tracks, he has shown some brilliance as well. This is a good move. And, yeah, he ran the the full-time year there with, with JTG Doherty Racing. They made the playoffs in 2014, and he had some some flashes of brilliance. But this is the full package now, Tyler. This is a multi-car team. This is a team that has charters. They want to be in the Cup Series for a long time. Matt Colley and Chris Rice are building something here, and they want to build it around A.J. Almdegar.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, AJ, it's okay to take Adderall. Just uh, let the doctors know next time, you know, when, when uh, you head up to the cup level. All right, we'll get to our uh, Ask David segment in uh, just one moment. Before we do, let's go racing with David Stars, presented by Ticket Smarter. Ticket Smarter came aboard as a primary sponsor this year on David's 08 Ford Mustang. And we want to tell you a little bit more about what they do. Ticket Smarter is a national ticket resale marketplace tickets to over 125,000 live events, including NASCAR and other forms of motorsports. Fans can get tickets to every NASCAR Cup Xfinity and Camping World Truck Race throughout the season. For the best deals on tickets, visit ticketsmarter.com. Get tickets today. That's ticketsmarter.com. Time for our Ask David segment. We ask you to submit questions to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash starpodcast, Twitter at Podcast, and by email, davidstarpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we go to the inbox for our first question and, uh, David, this first question, it comes from Matthew. Matthew wants to know, David, do you have any pre-race traditions? Do you have anything that you do before the race?
1: Man, that's a, that's a great question. And, and the, to answer your question, uh, I don't, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm just man. I it's the excitement is amazing. Uh, uh, I'm always ready to get in that race car and go race. You know what I mean? And uh but you know, do any rituals or anything like that? I I really don't have anything. Uh, used to years ago, I loved Italian food. You know, so the night before we raced, I used to go to olive garden a lot, you know, and you still uh, do that. You still do that. Not, not, not every, not every Friday night before we race on Saturdays. I don't, I don't do that as much as I used to, you know, and, and, you know, and I guess years ago, that was kind of a ritual, something I did that was every week, every, every weekend and week out uh, was go to the olive garden on Saturday nights, you know what I mean? On Friday nights before we raced. And, uh, and uh, but no, I, I really don't have any rituals. You know what I mean? I uh, I don't. So uh, but but that's a great question. You know, I think I believe a lot of different athletes and race car drivers that I race against have them. But but I I really can't pinpoint one that I could that I have. You know what I mean? But that was about the closest one I had. Going to the Olive Garden the night before we race. <laughs> Well,
0: Dominic, uh, David might mention it, but some of the things I think of, you know, we've been down there with the 08 racing team, and when David's driven for Carl Long in the past, and, you know, what I think of, you know, when we're down there, you know, I see, uh, you know, the the MRO guys come over and they pray with David and the family, or, uh, you know, the I, I, my favorite part, David, is – uh, after the national anthem, when everybody does the high five thing, goes around, you know, and, you know, in the line that crosses over, you know, and, and no one gets left out, and and you know, the pictures with the car pre race. I mean, uh, David selling it short here, Dominic. There's a whole lot that goes on pre race uh, beforehand.
2: I think so too. And those pre race pre excuse me festivities there on pit road, taking photos with all the fans, the partners, the sponsors, his family, making time for everybody. I got to agree with you on that, Tyler, the high fives with everybody. And he didn't care if he's part of your team or not. He's high-fiving everybody in his general vicinity. It's pretty cool. And you, you tend to see the network cameras catching that. I, I remember a few years back, David Swope with ESPN Radio and I, we were standing on the grid next to him, I think at Vegas or something like that. And we were the only ones there besides his pit crew guys. And he's high-fiving David and I. And I remember my hand hurting a little bit after. I'm like, that's
1: awesome. I want to do more of that. That's pretty cool. That's the guy you want to be around on the grid pre-race yeah you know you try to you try to man, you know, if somebody's there as a guest a sponsor a customer, a sponsor, your sponsors, that engagement, you know, the enthusiasm I have, i, I you know, hey guys, even on a bad day is a great day when you're at the racetrack, you know what I mean and uh, man to, to to have to be able to do what we do uh, and to share that passion with others and, and others. Others, meaning our partners, our sponsors, man. i I engage everybody. It's kind of fun after the national national anthem is over with just to high five everybody. and uh, then it's time to go work, you know what I mean, but man, it's just hey, we're just super blessed. it's 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 cool, and I love every every minute of it, you know what I mean, but yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, another question uh, comes in from Rocco. Rocco wants to know. How do you keep fire suits clean? Do they go in the washer and are they pretty stinky after a while, David?
1: Man, Rocco, that's a great question you know <laughs> You know as, as hot as it is in our race cars, um, you know when a, when a race is over with, there's been times where uh, when I get when I finally get back to the, our hauler our, our race and our, our, uh, our truck and trailers where we, where we load up the race cars and the equipment. Uh, in the front of our trailer is a is a lounge, a driver's, crew chief, engineer lounge. Uh, the 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 sofa in there is is a uh, is leather, and uh, there've been times where I sit on it. I'm sitting on it, and I stand up. I've left a, a puddle of you mm-hmm. know of my sweat. You know what I mean. So uh, thank yes. God that the racing teams, I will leave my uniform in a laundry bag. After the races are with, and the next week, man, I open up my locker and it's all smells good. It's fresh and uh, ready to roll. So the racing team, thank God that they they have them clean, and I believe that, uh you know, they're they're uh, they're they're uh, dry washed, uh, and uh, uh, you know, and and man, and thank God because I don't even know if I could stand my, if they didn't clean my uniforms, I don't even know if I could stand my own smell. You know what I mean? I mean that's a lot of sweat after one race, and you guys know, I mean, Dominic Tyler, you know, you know how hot it is outside and uh, inside these race cars can be 140 to 100, a high 150s, you know, and uh, man, there's a lot of sweating going on, but thank God that uh, that they do clean my uniforms and thank God they smell good when the race starts. So you don't have to worry about that.
0: <laughs> well, well, have for you sure. ever
1: had a situation,
0: David, where you uh, you had a fire suit that was like the wrong size or uh, or maybe it wasn't there and you were scrambling, trying to find a fire suit or something. I mean, what uh, how, ma- how many fire suits do you usually have available there? Like, if something were to happen, if, uh, if, if uh, maybe you had too much, uh, you know, uh, cake the night before or something like that.
1: Too much Olive Garden? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've never re- really, you know, I've always had, you know, sometimes, you know, you have about 10, 11, 12 uniforms per season, depending on how many different partners you have. But, uh, but you know, you always have plenty of uniforms there for you. Uh, only time that you really scramble is when somebody, you know, you get a phone call on Sunday morning that somebody wants you to stand by to maybe drive their cup car and all your, your helmets and all your equipment is on your Xfinity hauler. There's been times over the years that, you know, being a truck racer, and then somebody wanted me to stand by or jump in their their bush car, Xfinity car, uh, that I'd have to, you know, borrow a helmet, and gloves, and you know, use other people's stuff. Now I got some funny stories about that kind of stuff, but but today, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you, you, they give you a little bit more of a heads up, and if that happens now, you uh, you'll have all your gear with you. But man, thank God the racing teams uh, they wash our, our racing uniforms for us, no doubt about it yeah, dry yeah. Clean. they
2: dry oh. clean yeah because i was oh. going to ask you too Dave, like if you were to throw it in the washer like pour downy or whatever kind of detergent on, i would imagine that would interact with the nomex and probably deteriorate some of that
1: yeah, absolutely you know uh the racing team you know they're you know thank god because they go back to charlotte and i think they got a laundry service that comes and gets everybody's uniforms to make sure they're fresh and clean for the following race weekend and uh you know minor minor dry clean and always really hung nice and uh you know, I, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think washing them in a washing machine uh, over time is really good for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, but, uh, but, man, that's a great question. And, uh, man, we really never really talked about that kind of stuff. But uh, but thank God they they smell good. They're fresh because I don't even think I could stand my own stench if they didn't, if they didn't wash them from the previous week, man, that'd be pretty bad.
0: <laughs> so. You, you left us on a on a, a cliffhanger there David we can't just leave that out there you said you've had some crazy stories some moments that you trying to scramble to find a fire suit or gloves or shoes or something T- tell us about some of those those moments you've had
1: man I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember uh, homestead four or five years ago I, I raced the truck race our final race uh, it was only Friday night and and uh uh, uh, and I'm trying to remember whose car it was, but somebody got sick and I just needed to jump in there and qualify the car and then race it. And, uh, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't have access to my, my helmets or uniforms. And man, man, at the last minute, man, I was borrowing shoes from this driver, a uniform from this driver. Somebody had an extra helmet and, uh, you know, and somebody had an extra Hans device and, uh, Man, it was, a, it was a circus, you know what I mean? And uh, 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 so it, it all worked out, but, man, trying to, uh, you know, d- to borrow equipment or personal racing equipment from other drivers is just not something that happens, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't really have two Hans devices. I only have one, you know. I was lucky that another driver uh, had two of them on his trailer with him and I was able to borrow one of them, somebody had an extra helmet, and, uh, but, man, I remember, man, I, I remember thinking, man, you know, this car's not even going to qualify in the race, because I don't even know if I can get a helmet or a Hans device, at the last minute, it all came together, and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, I probably wouldn't, couldn't share this, but, you know, I, I don't remember, I don't remember uh, ever really hooking up my Hans device to the helmet, I tried, but, but you know I we had to work on it after qualifying to, to go make it all fit and work and uh, man I've jumped in a car that I didn't even have one lap on or never even driven qualified for the race and uh you know and and without without a hundred percent having all my gear in checked if that makes sense I didn't have my Hans device hooked up but you know I figured for one lap I'd be okay but you know that's not okay you know what I'm saying and uh and, man, I looked like a, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the uniform, who I bought it from, who I borrowed it from. It definitely didn't fit. <laughs> the helmet didn't fit. The gloves I borrowed, and I even borrowed somebody's earplugs, you know, so I could hear and you know, talk to my spotter and my crew chief. It was, uh, you know, it was a, a little bit of a, of a challenge and a nightmare, uh, to say the least. But, uh, but hey, I got to race. We made the race. We had a pretty good race. And, man, I had a, I had a variety of uh, different drivers' uh, gear on that day. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Dom, you, you own a fire suit. I mean, you've, you've gotten in a race car before. We need to get you out at a cup race that you're covering or something in your fire suit and just see who stops you, just see how far you can go with that.
2: I think that'd be pretty fun to try as a little social experiment. I remember hearing about a friend a few years ago. He was at the Daytona. You know, like we could get like, the,
0: the Cup Series logo patched oh, on Oh, big
2: time. That would be easy. That would be the easy part. I had a friend that was at Daytona a few years ago, and he was in the driver's meeting. He had, I guess he was friends with one of the guys. I can't remember who. But he walked out because he was wearing a pit crew shirt, and fans came up to him asking for autographs and signing. Maybe I can do that. We'll see. The fire suit would definitely yeah. sell that. <laughs>
1: Hey, you guys don't need any more autographs of what you're already given, so. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, David's got the zingers tonight, Tyler. Oh, he What's does?
1: that?
2: I said, David's got the zingers tonight. I like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> guys, uh, it's been a fun show. Uh, as always, you can uh, find us on social media, facebook.com slash star podcast, Twitter at star podcast, email davidstarpodcastgmail.com. And, uh, before we go real quick around the room, uh,
2: Dominic, what's going on with you this week? So I'm not going to the NASCAR race this week and I'll be at home in Santa Fe, New Mexico, but I'm looking forward to just enjoying a weekend with my fiance and getting things ready as we start welcoming the wedding and, and our baby on the way. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have Kyle Stevens out at the racetrack for us. Great photojournalist will help tell the stories of what's going on.
0: Very good. Uh, David, uh, how about you? Uh, you're
1: not racing this weekend at uh, Charlotte. What do you got going on? Man, I just, uh, you know, we we have the smoke show at the Texas Motor Speedway next Wednesday. Charity event that Tony Stewart's been doing for about 25 years here at the Texas Motor Speedway. So I'm just getting all our uh, race cars ready for that. I uh, I won't be racing at the Roval at Charlotte, North, Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend. Uh, we'll have Andy Lally in the car again. He's done a Phenomenal job in our 08 Ford Mustang this year, and uh, I'm excited to, to see how he does and see if we can uh, get us some better finishes uh, than what we've had uh, at previous road courses, but Andy's a great guy, great friend of mine, and I really appreciate him, what he's doing for not only our, our, our team, uh, for everybody, and uh, hopefully we'll see that uh, 08 Ford Mustang have a great finish this weekend at the Roval, and uh, I'm going to spend a little time with my kids and my wife, and uh, and then be working a lot. So it'll be a fun weekend. Awesome. That's great. What I'll about be, you, Tyler? Uh, What's going
0: on? I'm uh, Jones I'm Report. Bill, Jones Port going strong. Uh, you know, partner show of this show, but uh, uh, Jones Port will be out. I uh, will have a new episode out on a Thursday, but I'm, uh, I'm going to the uh, OU Texas game this weekend. Uh gonna go hang out at the Texas State Fair and uh take you in all the festivities and everything with that. And uh covering the NFL on Sunday as well. So a uh big couple days ahead. My first time going to OU, Texas, uh at the Cotton Bowl. So uh that'll be uh, an experience. David, I-, I gotta go get me a corny
1: dog, right? Man, absolutely. Fletcher's man. I mean, we somehow or another, me and my wife and our kids, we uh, we usually end up at the at the uh you know, at the state fair on on the you know, on the uh, OU Texas game every week, you know, and uh my wife was just asking me, Hey, can we go to the state fair on Saturday? <laughs> we might end up at the state fair, but man, Tyler, how how's the fall of the Jones going, man? You uh, what's what's been happening, dude? There's
0: no fall of Jones. Fall of no Jones, no, I like I, that, David. I, I reject that notion. There is no fall what do you, what
1: of you me. mean? Well well you your 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 world <laughs> tour got cancelled and now you know, I'm just curious what's going on, man. Hey, I had, a time,
0: had a good time in Waco last week. Uh staying here in Dallas this week, off to Norman next week. So uh just taking in all the uh the college football and and everything uh, while I can, you know. Uh just trying to keep up with you, David. That's all I'm trying to do.
1: So since the since the tour got canceled, the uh, the uh your tour got canceled a while back, now you're uh now you're just kind of getting a winter tour football deal going on, huh? I know, and
0: I got interrupted to go to Dominic's damn wedding in a couple weeks. See <laughs> how oh, yeah, you are, Tyler? I
2: know. <laughs>
0: I mean, who schedules a wedding on a Saturday in the fall? I mean, that's 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 rule number one. You know, we were
2: thinking of you during the fall of Jones, Tyler. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: that's the the first
0: step in a failed marriage, right there. <laughs> Uh, uh, we gotta go on that note just <laughs> for David Starr Dominic Argon we're putting <laughs> out in this episode I'm Toddler Jones thanks so long it's been another edition of let's go racing we'll see you next week